You are now listening to Sierra Unraveled, hosted by yours truly. I am a single mother who finally released myself from a toxic relationship with the help of God, of course, so I can pursue my wildest dreams. Tune in every week for some crazy stories, real life drama, and motivation to keep going. You got this. I've realized that there's a lot that most people don't know about me. I also realize I've tried time and time again to hide parts of my life that I'm embarrassed about, but that doesn't make me authentic, right? People are so afraid to share who they are and what's happened in their lives that's made them who they are today. I want to change that. You should never be ashamed of your life lessons or experiences because you would not be who you are without them. This week marks seven years since I got arrested, like straight up rode in the back of a police car and went to jail. I'm really not a bad person. (laughs) Of course, I say that after I just told you I just got in trouble. But sometimes you just end up around the wrong people or worse, in the wrong places at the wrong time. Like that one time I was on my way home from work, literally like 6 p.m. in the afternoon, sun shining, and I stopped at the pharmacy to pick up my birth control. I came outside, got in my car, put on my seatbelt, and threw it in reverse. And when I looked up to my rear rear mirror, I was surrounded on all sides by squad cars. Multiple. Best part, wait for it, their guns were all drawn and they were yelling at me to put my hands out the window. I was pissed. 95 degrees outside and I had no AC. I needed to drive to get a breeze and instead I was just sitting there in my own sweat. That was the first and only time I've ever had a gun pointed at me. Crazy thing is, I wasn't even scared. I was just ready to curse them out because I knew that they had messed up. I already knew that they were on some other shit. My ex was sitting in the passenger seat and he told me to calm down, but I had a bad attitude when they asked me what I was doing. Um, picking up my birth control? Do you want to see my receipt? It's time stamped. I legit just walked out of the store. Turns out they got a report that a white truck with a semi-automatic was sitting in the passenger seat of that parking lot. Um, I don't even own a gun yet. So I was like, WTF? They apologized profusely and let us go. Still, that really twisted up my entire day. I feel like my ex maybe did a drug deal or something when I was inside, but who knows? The boys were always around when he was present. I've had one other run-in with the police. Well, actually, I've had a few. (laughs) I almost just lied there. In high school, when I first got my learner's permit, I was illegally riding around with passengers. You know, that grace period where you're not supposed to drive with anyone who's under the age of 18 or doesn't currently possess their license? Yeah. I was totally driving around with my cousins, one older than me, one younger, one of their children, I think my brother was in the car. We got pulled over, literally right in front of my cousin's friend's apartment that we were on our way back to from the gas station. I think none of them were wearing their seatbelts. Talk about all sorts of illegal. I don't even think the baby was in a car seat, to be honest. And that's what the cop made the biggest deal about. But he let us go. I remember him walking up to the window saying, dance, 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 like Panic at the Disco, but it's because the music was all the way turned up and our arms were flailing and we were just having a good old time. We were real deal seated, moving and grooving. It was a celebration. The baby cuz, me, got her license and we were lit and almost got in big trouble. Shaking my head. Okay, so the next time was my friend's high school house party. 
I was one of the only ones who hadn't been drinking that night because, I don't know, I just really didn't want to drink because I had a feeling that the party would get busted, and it did. And when the cops came and said, we're breathalyzing everyone because there's underage drinking going on and we know it, you better believe my fake goody two-shoes ass raised her hand to go first. Everyone thought I was lying when I said I didn't drink that night. Well, I proved them wrong because I blew zeros and walked right home after that to tell my mom what happened. Meanwhile, I think a few people got MIPs that night. MIPs are minor in possessions if you're too cool and have never gotten in trouble. The next time was 420 weekend at IU. IU is Indiana University Bloomington, one of the biggest party schools. This one is a doozy. I don't know how we didn't all go to jail this night, but this was really, really bad. So my boyfriend at the time, that I never speak about because he was pretty awful to me, took me down to IU for 420. He was a big smoker. He might still be, I don't know. And I just like to have fun, so I was with the shits. I was a senior in high school partying at this huge college town that's like known for its wildness. Also why I turned down my acceptance letter at IU because I knew I probably would have flunked out, especially because my best friend at the time went to college there and she was already 21. Would have been bad news bears. Okay, so we're like pre-gaming, getting ready to go walk and find all the house parties. Everyone is pretty much intoxicated and crossfaded. I can't remember who was driving. I can't believe I let them on the road. Well, I think the driver hadn't been drinking but consumed probably a lot of marijuana that night, like edibles, vaporizers, and plenty of joints, blunts, whatever, whichever you prefer. They probably did both that night, honestly. <laughs> After all, it was 4.20. Okay, so we're driving around looking for the hot spots and everyone starts yelling, turn right, turn right, turn right here, right here and the driver misses the parking lot that they should have turned around in and turns onto the street instead. Cool, right? No. They turned into oncoming traffic onto a one-way. Dangerous. And everyone was screaming and yelling. The driver was confused as heck. Then the next thing you know, whoop whoop, that's the sound of the police. <laughs> Three squad cars were driving straight at us on the one-way. Ugh, I could've threw up on every single person. I don't know how many open bottles we had in the trunk or how much weed we had on us, but you just know these officers were about to have a field day with us. They took the driver and the passenger out onto the curb, cuffed them, searched them, then asked all of us in the back seat, who's sober? My boyfriend at the time says, me officer, and the officer says, give me your ID. He takes it, runs it, brings it back and says, okay, you drive. No one else may drive this vehicle tonight besides him. I'm like, oh my he's probably the most messed up out of everyone they didn't even breathalyze him or make him do any sobriety tests like what the heck all they did was make us want to poop our pants take all the weed and let us go man that was wild then this one time i was with a bunch of friends and we were pre-gaming we loaded up into a car to go to another friend's house someone fell and busted their ass might have been me <laughs> but we were on the property of some off-campus housing apartments and over the weekend there's always campus police patrolling per usual so we get in the car to leave and there's like hella snow on the ground the driver makes a wrong turn here we go again if you get anything from this episode it's you better follow the directions real good or you might make a wrong turn and end up in jail especially if you have underage drinkers in the car smack self in the face okay so we turn into this huge open back parking lot that no one uses because it's winter and i think it was like a softball field or something regardless it's covered in like two to three feet of snow 
We're in a four-door sedan, and I don't know whose bright idea it was to think that we could drive through it and turn around, but we got stuck. All while, a campus officer had been watching this whole ordeal. He follows us, lingering very far behind, just to kind of see what kind of crap we get into. I realize, and I'm like, we're about to get arrested. Pretty sure there's open bottles in the car, too. This was just madness. Someone gets out and stashes the bottles in the snow and pretends that they're trying to push the car out just as the officer pulls up. Clever, right? Ironically, it's a police officer that tried to hit on me months before when I moved into the dorms and almost got in trouble for breaking curfew, but he gave me a break because I was picking up litter in the dorm stairwell while I was pretty intoxicated. Yikes. I was cute though, so instead of giving me a ticket, he gave me his phone number. I'm just gonna slap myself in the face again. <laughs> okay, so the officer asks why would we ever think that we could drive through all that snow with no four-wheel drive and we just said we underestimated how deep it was. The officer politely asked the girls to get in the back of the police car while the boys were made to push the rest of the car out and the officer pulled us. Well, he pulled the car, but you know what I mean. Lordy, that was a night. He also let us go after we were unstuck. I'm telling you, I've been blessed beyond belief. I can't make this shit up. The fact that we laughed all the way to the church that used to give away free pancakes to the drunk kids on the weekends is even more ridiculous. And then one of us had the nerve to ask if we should go back and get the bottles of booze that we stashed in the snow. Hot ass mess, I'm telling you. Okay, and last but not least, the one that ended up on my record and I finally get to apply to get it expunged this year. Man, I wonder how many more jobs I would have had if this wasn't on there. Okay, so here's what happened. I was at a girlfriend's apartment to celebrate her birthday. We drank a little, ate a lot. Some time goes by and everyone decides that we're going to go elsewhere. Okay, it's cool. I've sobered up. We go to another friend's house who is having this massive house party, like lying out the door and down the block, parking lot packed, etc. I walked in and immediately started sweating. Ew, those college house parties that we used to go through were just nasty literally it was like a sauna as soon as you walked in the door you'd be dripping in sweat just standing there doing absolutely nothing there's a slight fog because of all the weed smoke and don't even get me started on how long it would take just to get to the bathroom god forbid you had to go people were packed like sardines sweaty slimy salty stinky sardines i was like yeah i'm really not feeling this i can hardly breathe so my other friend who lives next door says, we're playing cards at my house and have a bunch of food. We can just head back over there. Perfect, that's my kind of vibe anyway. Cards, music, food, and fresh air. Let's go. So I'm just like chilling, eating all the chicken, hanging out when I see lights flashing outside. Oh, I forgot to mention in the house party next door that the floor was about to cave in because there were so many people. Anyway, the police showed up and wanted to bust the party and my ahead of the game brain thinks okay they're going to bust it and all these kids are going to flee and have to leave and the parking lot is going to be jammed i should just leave now then the cops are going to be following people and stopping them etc so let's just let's go i'm ready well as i'm backing out of my parking spot some drunk kid is sitting on the trunk of the car next to mine yelling being obnoxious the cops at the party couldn't get in because the kids blocked the door so they were already mad about that and decided to shift their attention to the belligerent guy sitting on the car next to me. So I back out, drive over the curb because there's so many squad cars on the block and when I go around the corner, I get surrounded. They come to my car and said, Miss, do you realize what you just did? 
um, no officer. I was trying to get out of the parking lot before you guys busted that party. Then they asked me if I was at that party. I lied and said no because I guess I was, but not really. I was next door. They asked me if I had been drinking. I was truthful. I said yes, much earlier tonight, but I'm sober now. Do you realize that you just backed into a police car, they asked me? Um, what? No, I didn't. I purposely drove over the curb so I wouldn't hit the car. Trust me, there was plenty of room. Ma'am, you just did a hit and run on a police car. Like, are you serious right now? My girlfriend was in the passenger seat, totally sober. She didn't have a drink at all that night. And she was like, they are tripping. They asked if I would be willing to do a breathalyzer. And I said, yeah, sure, I'm soberish. They also said that if I didn't take it now and denied it on the scene, that they would just take me back to the holding center at the police station and make me do it there. And I would get in trouble regardless. I think there's some kind of like mind thing. Let me know if you agree with this, if this is true or not, but. I'm like, yo, this is too much, whatever. They ask if I'll undergo sobriety tests, okay. In my head, I'm like, they are just pissed because they couldn't bust the party and now they're picking on me. A girl with no record and there's definitely probably better shit that they could have been handling, but instead, I was easy target. I had six squad cars and at least nine officers watching me do my sobriety tests, teasing me, taunting me, harassing me. I was sobbing and under so much pressure, I definitely failed every single one. I knew that this was wrong. They put me in the back of the car and said, we need you to blow. On the scene, I blew 0.07 and then 0.08. If you're a drinker, the legal limit to drive is under 0.08, right? Wrong. I was underage, so it didn't matter. What they should have done was give me an MIP and make my girlfriend blow and let her drive my car back to the dorms, give us an escort and make sure that we go inside and to never let this happen again. But they needed to make an example of me. After all, I did a hit and run on a police car, right? So now they want to tow my car. That's another freaking fine I'll just have to endure. So I'm arguing with them, like just let her take my car back to campus. Literally the dorms are like two blocks away. Luckily they let her, thank goodness. Meanwhile, I'm going to the county jail for a hit and run. That still just blows my mind. I would never do that. So they book me, I have to put on smocks, orange shirt, clogs, and they let me stay in my skinny jeans. They said the only reason I had to change was because my clothing was too revealing. I was wearing a tank top with a zip up jacket and to the weirdos in jail, I probably looked quote unquote good. They took my mug shots and my fingerprints. I was bawling the entire time. They kept telling me it's not that big of a deal, but it really was. I was a goody two shoes. Well, in my head I was, but I'm way too smart to ever get caught up in this kind of crap. But in that instance, I had to learn something. Don't ever drink and drive, period. So I went into a holding cell. They allowed me one phone call, which I called myself, my cell phone, because my phone was left in my car and I was trying, I was hoping my girlfriend had it so she could come get me in the morning since I couldn't leave until I was sober and I was not about to call my mom who was three hours away and freak her out at 12 o'clock in the morning. No one answered my phone because it was just sitting in my car. Smacks myself in the face again for the third time now. I wasted my one phone call. So I just sat there pissed, upset, humiliated, annoyed, all the emotions. I didn't get to leave until around 8 a.m. and I was booked a little after 12.30 in the morning. Bullshit. I didn't sleep. They kept moving me around, ate some really good blueberry cornbread stuff along with another two girls cornbread stuff who were sleeping and the officer said it would sober me up faster, so I ate it. The next day, I got my things back, changed clothes, and did the ultimate walk of shame. Ultimate. I walked two miles to the football stadium where I could then get on a shuttle that ran every 15 minutes back to the dorms, so my would have been three and a half mile trek was shortened. I had no phone, it was raining, and my makeup was smeared all over my face. Talk about a bad day. 
In that walk, I reflected on the whole night, a bunch of BS. Not to mention it was the middle of finals week. I had to go to class the very next day and take an exam. How the heck was I supposed to study after all that just happened? My roommate was in shock when I told her where I had been. My other friends couldn't believe it either. I knew I would have to fight this in court, or at least try, and I still would have to tell my mom eventually what happened. Ugh, I was definitely dreading that. So I found an attorney. That was expensive for a full-time college student that doesn't ever want help from her mom. I got my case reduced. I was originally charged with an MIP, an OWI, which is an operating while intoxicated, and restitution, which were like damages from the accident. My attorney pleaded, she's a first-time offender, dean's list student, manager of a restaurant, collegiate scholars member, the whole nine. The judge didn't budge. I pled guilty with the agreeance that they would reduce my charge to a visibly impaired, no MIP, a year of probation, outpatient counseling, six months of AA, an alcohol evaluation, restriction on my license to drive only to and from work or school for two months, the restitution, and a year of driver responsibility fees. Damn. A week after I pleaded guilty, my attorney got a letter in the mail stating that there was no damages in the accident, so the restitution was dropped. Dude, the whole reason they pulled me over was because they said I did a hit and run on a police car. In the police report, it said that there was no movement of the vehicle, the squad car, no visible damage, and no noise happened. So how in the world did an accident ever even occur? It didn't. That was all the confirmation I needed that they screwed me over. However, they got their money and they temporarily jacked up my record. Temporarily, like, for seven years. Fast forward, I did all the required things. I got off probation six months early, paid all my court fees, did my evaluation that said I'm not an alcoholic, and my outpatient program where I literally looked so out of place being there because I was the nerd taking notes, asking questions, and actually trying to learn from my experience. I think everyone probably hated me there. No one believed I was supposed to be there, but I was. I messed up big time. And honestly, if that wouldn't have happened to me at 19, I probably would have had something a lot worse on my record. So I gotta thank God I didn't get hurt that night and I didn't hurt anyone. Wow. The law finally caught up with me, but look at me now. I'm still over here living my best life. That's really a great story though. I hope you enjoyed and I really hope I never have to tell it again because it's stupid long. I think that if I ever get in trouble again, it would probably be for like excessive speeding like a reckless driving. Don't put me in a Lamborghini, Mustang, Porsche, Hellcat, none of that shit. I would have a ball. My little turbo diesel is so great when I don't have the baby in the car. I love to skirt skirt. <laughs> and the other day I drove my neighbor's manual Jeep and I haven't driven stick in almost three years. I still got it. Man, I'd really love to be a stunt driver. Just like that one time they let me ride the dirt bike and I was pissed that they wouldn't let me take it out of first gear because they already knew I was about to make it bark. I try to be more cautious these days. Also why I say the Lord picked your girl who was broken and foolish and careless and reckless. I'm still probably all of that, but I have a child to think about now and every day I just try to be better than I was yesterday. I'm slowly getting my shit together, but sometimes it just takes a while. It's not my timeline that I'm living on anyway and I have to always remember that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Sierra Unraveled. Stop trying to unravel me because only I can unravel myself.